This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Danny, I thought we could go through some of the comments made by the top quarterbacks at the Combine today about the Commanders as we get ready to talk QBs and the possibility of a trade back based on a big piece in The Athletic today. But let's start with cut number one. This was Caleb Williams. He is everybody's most likely number one overall pick right now in whatever mock you're looking at. He's almost certainly going to go to the Chicago Bears. But he went to Gonzaga. He is from the D.C. area, and he spoke about his meeting with the commanders and the possibility of coming home. It's, it's hometown, um, as everybody knows, and, uh, you know, it'd be, it'd be really cool to, to be back there and, and, and experience that. Um, the, the meeting went really well, um, and, and um, you know, being around those, you know, everybody was in the room, so being around everybody, um, you know, just getting, getting a taste of, you know, how they are, who they are, because, like you said, everything's new there. He was one of the few quarterbacks that didn't shout out or name anybody specific from the meeting, but... You couldn't see it there. Maybe you could hear that his lips were filled with smile. If you watch the mm. video of the question when someone asks him about playing in D.C., he lights up like a Christmas tree, dude. Uh, it, there's no doubt in my mind he would be thrilled to play in Washington, D.C. That's not me suggesting he'd rather play there than Chicago. I'm not going that route. My guess is you know, his preference would be the number one overall pick in the country and, and to play for the Bears and, you know, whatever. But, I look, I think if he found out today the commanders were trading up to number one, he'd be elated. He has made no bones about the fact that he absolutely would love to come home. That's the sense I got there. I, I, I wasn't sure if that was just something you said. Like, in other words, let's say you're in, uh, I don't know, you're in, you're in Chicago, and the the, the media is asking you about Chicago. You're gonna rail, you're gonna tell you how great Chicago is. I love deep dish pizza. I'm doing the Bryce Harper bit. Or I've always been a fan of the Liberty Bell or or whatever. But if somebody locally with a tie is gonna ask you about back home, your eyes might light up too. And I, and I, I never really knew what was real. If that, if that makes any sense, I'm just wondering if this is polished or him just saying what you're supposed to say as part of this process. But that really jumped out at me. I, I, I had the same takeaway you did, Rum, going. Damn, he wants to be in D.C. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, like it was one of those involuntary. I, I wouldn't want to walk into a poker room with that, you know, because everyone would know you're holding four of a kind, right? He is the prospective number one overall pick, as I mentioned. So it's not surprising that he chose not to throw at the combine. Nor is it problematic. In fact, he's really not doing anything physical at the combine. And for that matter, Jaden Daniels, Drake May, the other top quarterbacks, they're not either to an extent. But what is unique to Caleb Williams is. He was not allowing any medicals to be done on him at the Combine. In fact, it was reported today that he is the first player in the history of the event, certainly among quarterbacks that are going at the top of the board, to not allow the teams to dig into his medicals. And he was asked about why he's decided to make that decision. Yeah, so for the medical stuff, I'll be doing the medical stuff, just not here in Indy. I'll be doing it at the team interviews. 
um, you know, not 32 teams can draft me. Uh, there's only one of me. Um, and so uh, the teams that I go to for my visit, um, you know, those teams will have the, the medical and, and, and that'll be it. So to clarify and kind of make sense of what he just said, his point is for the teams that are serious about me, bring me into their building, have the sit-downs with me, and the clubs that are considering drafting me, they'll be able to get all their questions answered about my medical. There was a player today, though, Kool-Aid McKinstry, the DB from Alabama. It was found that he had a fracture in his foot, as an example. And it's going to change some things for him moving forward. I don't think it's a deal-breaker by any means, but you know these medicals can be very useful for teams. And if you don't get to do this until later in the process, depending on what comes out of those medicals, I think it, it can complicate some things. I don't have a problem with him not doing the medicals. I do think this idea that, hey, I don't need to do this for all 32 teams because they're not all drafting me. Well, no kidding. You also then, by that logic, shouldn't have meetings with eight or ten teams Mm -hmm. because only one is drafting you. So that didn't really make a lot of sense to me. If it's as simple as some of this stuff gets leaked, I don't. the, the fewer people that know about all of my personal things, the better. Okay, I can understand that, certainly. But here is my, my reoccurring concern with Caleb Williams uh, over and over is it just seems like he kind of is doing this his own way. And a lot of people will love that. And that if that's the kind of guy that you want and like, no, no harm, no foul. That's your prerogative. But I am a big proponent of, I hate to say like a get-in-line guy, but someone who understands this process, respects it a little bit. I'm not saying to throw at the combine. That's not my suggestion. It does seem to me he doesn't have an agent, which is very rare. Um, His parents are giving him a lot of the advice through this process. I just think the advice he's getting is, like, we're going to do this your way because you're different and you're unique and you're special. And that gives me a little pause. I think he's physically the most talented player. If I had the number one overall pick, I understand why I would be told by everyone in my building to draft him. He's an incredible talent. But does any of this at any point, Danny, make you kind of stop and hesitate for a second and go, at it's, it's what point be do something. you just become yeah. one of the guys in the locker room, man? Yeah, you know so, what I mean? Yeah, I'm totally. So I'm of two minds. Um, mine, the first, is after what happened to C.J. Stroud, and he landed on his feet and he's just fine. He's a star, by the way. But with that stupid, whatever the cognitive test was, getting leaked and uh, you know some of these medicals and, and, and the, how the misinformation or – Rumor gets out there, or guys can get dinged that can cost some spots in the draft. I mean, think back to John Allen fell into Washington's lap because of some shoulder problem. Put that in quotation marks. All that guy's been is durable and awesome. Montez Sweat had something that 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 popped up. That who knows? Maybe that made him sink a little bit further in the draft. Other guys, I remember, didn't work out for Washington. They drafted Rocky McIntosh, who had my knees uh, as someone in the early twenties, and of course, it, it it didn't really work out. So, like, I, I understand these are very real things, but. You know, the, the amount of information that kind of gets flying out there, I understand wanting to protect yourself, and I understand not wanting to play their game, especially if you have some leverage. That's point one. The exact opposite of that is you don't have a job yet. You know what I mean? Like if if, if uh, the Odyssey, which is one part audacious, another part like an Odyssey like that you're going on, but you're also listening. Like if they were like, hey, mandatory seminar for everybody, and Eric Bickle's like, yeah, I don't really feel like doing that. He's been sitting in the chair to my right for 27 years. He may not have to do it. Neophyte Ned, who wants to get on air and hasn't yet and is you know doing weekends at 6 in the morning, should probably go to that thing. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you're not there yet, I know he's a star. I know he's you know, a millionaire in his own right from, from what he's accomplished. 
I just wish there was a little bit more. Okay, I get it. it. Everything can't just be the Caleb Williams production. Get in line just a little. But again, right. I, I guess I understand it both ways. I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. Well, and I also think this is that whatever this is is going to be more and more the norm, right? Because with NIL and players getting paid, and I, I don't know if you saw the picture of Caleb Williams' house or condo or I don't know what it is, but basically looks like Cliff Kingsbury and where he was like everyone made fun of him sitting there with a fire in his backyard, you know. He's got an unbelievable place. and He is, in a lot of ways, has already made it, so to speak, right? right. He doesn't, like, need this as much as maybe people did before. So I think you're going to see more in this player empowerment era. The NBA is kind of on another level, but the NFL has made strides in this regard. They're heading there at 100 miles an hour. You're going to see like the Marvin Harrison Jr. How about him? I mean, this is a whole other level of this. Best receiver at the com- uh, in the country said, yeah, I'm not going to the combine. So I'm not doing anything essentially at the combine. And they're like, okay. But then it was like, well, I'll show up and do the meetings. He's not meeting with the media at all. And at least one report today was he may not meet with the media at any point before the draft. Like, none of that says he's not going to be a good player at all. In fact, I'm quite sure he's going to be fantastic. And I'm a receiver, to me, is different than a quarterback. The quarterback is the CEO of my company. I've got a Fortune 500 operation. They are the front person, the COO. I grade and judge and view them differently in every regard. So nothing Marvin Harrison Jr. really can do pre-combine would affect how I feel about taking him. I don't feel the same way about quarterback. I I just hold them to a different standard Mm -hmm. at this point. And, uh, look, I I think Caleb Williams is going to be a really, really good pro. I do. I think he's an awesome football player. But the last time I had any of these kind of trepidatious thoughts pre-draft about kind of all the rumblings around a player was Kyler Murray. And Murray obviously has had weird – odd, off-the-field stuff, not in trouble or anything, but with front office people and teammates. and It's not a fair thing to put on Caleb Williams, but I just can't help but kind of every step of the way, you know, it, it just feels like Caleb Williams is operating like he is maybe different than everybody else yeah. in the quarterback room, and, and perhaps he is, and we'll find out in due time. He's Mahomes 2.0. He's going to be the first overall pick, so, you know, yeah. he's basically like, I'm, I'm acting like it at, at this point. Sure. Sort, of, sort of testing it a little bit. And, it, and again, it's these, as you said, I think you said it very well, these are not jailable offenses. These are not crimes. These are not like like horrible things, but it's just – it's. And, and I would say this too, Danny. Yeah. No one of these things is a big deal, to be honest. Right. Like not throwing is – well, I don't even put that in the – that's a nothing burger. That's normal. Every top quarterback should not throw probably moving forward. But the no medicals for the first time or, you know, any of the other little quirky things that have happened along the way, some of them have been true, some of them haven't, who knows. But, like, not having an agent, whatever the odd things are that make you, like, pause and your antenna goes up a little bit, any one of them, not a big deal. But when you combine them all, you go, is there anything to this? This is a really weird pre-draft process. Uh, I I just – sometimes when guys – act above it you wonder does that stop as soon as they're drafted or you know what is the relationship like with the teammates what's it going to be like at the next level uh how about we go to drake may audio who could be the pick for washington at number two could also be Jaden daniels who you hear from in a second uh may talking about his meeting with washington and a familiarity he had with one of the coaches in that meeting 
Quinn, um, you know, he's great. You know, kind of, kind of clicked right off the bat. Um, he's a great, you know, great guy, and um, you know, great coach. And stuff he's done defensively with the Cowboys over the past year has been pretty special. Um, so meeting in there, and um, you know, coach, um, you know, coach Chris, coach uh, recruited me in high school from Stanford, so I got to know him a little bit. And uh, you know, Coach Kingsbury knows, you know, my office winner from college, so we got a lot of connections. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Very connected, it sounds like, between Kingsbury, Phil Longo, who called the plays for him initially Mm -hmm. at UNC. You've got Tavita Pritchard, who I didn't realize had, it sounds like, recruited him pretty seriously at Stanford, who's the quarterback's coach, uh, hit it off with Dan Quinn. So May, at least in terms of connections, not going to have any issues getting to know some people pretty uh, fast within the commander's interview room. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's the good old boys network. It's not always, you know, a positive, uh, you know, nomer there, but that's kind of what it is. It, it, these are smaller circles. You don't have to do five degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever to find somebody that knows somebody or recruited somebody or called somebody or roomed with somebody or, well, I know this guy, uh, you know, who coached with this guy. And so I'm familiar with this. It, it's a pretty tight little world. And, and we, because you have these coaching trees, right. And they're not infinite. Like again, there's a lot of cross pollination uh, when it comes to that. So that was kind of neat to hear that. Yeah, of course I know Tavita Pritchard from when he recruited me when he was at Stanford. I would have never put that together, but but here we are. And it's very possible too, right? If Pritchard's recruiting the best high school quarterbacks in the country at that time, you know, maybe prior to that when Daniels went to college because he's older, you know, maybe he knows him from that, and Daniels just didn't mention it today. And it's not to say that he. Uh, and may have a relationship that he might not have with other of the quarterbacks that he recruited. But Drake May did point that out, and that seemed pretty relevant. The big connection between he and Washington is one of his best friends, Sam Howell, the current quarterback, the guy that he took the mantle from at North Carolina as the starting quarterback at Chapel Hill. They hang out. We've seen pictures of them you know, at college basketball games this offseason. This was Drake May talking about one of his mentors and current commander starter Sam Howe. 
Um, you know, Sam is, uh, shoot, has been a mentor to me in college, and uh, it's one of those things where um, there's a lot bigger problems out there in the world than you know, being with one of your best friends in the quarterback room. So I think um, you know, it's, not, it's not awkward for us, and it's just, a, just business. Does Drake May, for what it's worth, and it might be nothing, does he win the connections race, so to speak? <laughs> I, I think you'd leader, have to guess, right? slot him number one. Like Adam Peters was more connected to all the people with the commanders that were interviewing him than any of the other guys. He got the job. Dan Quinn was probably more connected to the people in the room, including like Rick Spielman, who he coached on the staff that Spielman was a GM for initially. And, you know, you can go through and play that game. And it ended up that – the, the most connected guys got the gigs. I'm not suggesting that it's over and Drake Mays the guy, but doesn't it sound like between Sam Howell and the quarterback room probably advocates for him? You know, knowing the o, uh, the quarterbacks coach, the OC at his school and the OC of the team, uh, similar offenses and know each other and work together. He's got that going for him. I would say he certainly does. That those are uh, folks that you don't have to look far for a recommendation or somebody to you know to, to be able to speak deep about about the guy. That that is interesting. Jaden Daniels, LSU Heisman Trophy winner, accounted for 50 touchdowns and mm. just four interceptions this season. In the SEC, unbelievable talent, just an electric player. You heard Dan Quinn on the junkie say he's a game changer. This was Daniels on his meeting with the commanders. It was just how cool uh, the whole staff was. Obviously, uh, Dan Quinn, uh, Cliff King, Barry, all those type of guys. I was able to sit in there and really just get to know people. Uh, you know, you, you see them on TV, see everybody coaching uh, behind the scenes, so be able to go on there and just have a, a conversation with them. That's the coolest part for me. Not as much detail there from him, but it seemed encouraged by the meeting. Uh, what do you make of what he had to say there? It sounds, again, like Dan Quinn made an impact. I mean, all these guys come away, and this is what he does. Like People yeah. love Dan Quinn. They, they all come away talking about how cool DQ is, as he's known around. The His world. hat may have been backwards at this time. Yeah, it's the – Locke, by the way. I know. Locke, he's doing these interviews with the kids with a backwards hat. Daniels, by the way, just is just so eminently likable to me. It's another reason why I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of his. But, uh, yeah, that, that's, what come, that's what comes through there is that this is a – you know, hopefully the the acumen and hopefully the intellect and hopefully all the the, you know, the great instilling lessons and, and making schemes go is first and foremost among this group. But it does seem to be, by all accounts, a pretty good group of guys that this coaching staff and Dan Quinn, by extension, have kind of put together here. And that's going to serve you well. Like, you treat people really well, whether they end up on your team or not. You never know when they might. You know what I mean? It's the old kind of, uh, you know, Major League Baseball rule where guys that are, you know, if you're in the outfield, you keep a book on your own pitchers too because you might have to – eventually hit against those guys the way this league works. So you you get a detailed file. You treat people really well. Maybe Daniels doesn't come here initially, but maybe in six years, seven years, when it's free agency time, maybe he does. That's the kind of thing that uh, I think goes a long way. J.J. McCarthy also at the podium today, quarterback at Michigan. I, you know I've been beating this drum for a couple of weeks, Danny, mm -hmm. and you're starting to see more and more it's of this. It's going to happen, man. I believe this guy's going to go in the top ten. I think J.J. McCarthy – you talk about likability, like the more he sits down and meets with teams, the more they're going to like him. This part of the process is going to be huge for him. What won't be held against him by the teams to the extent that like I hold it against him or you do is how little he was asked to do by Michigan because he's viewed as a play-action, pro-style, 
drop-back quarterback who's going to be a real nice fit in the Shanahan scheme with all the, the branches all over the league now, the disciples of Shanahan. Uh, McCarthy, who a lot of people are saying is going to go in the top ten. There was one person who told Ben Standig, who's a high-ranking executive, that he thinks McCarthy's in play at number two for Washington, oh. number three for New England, which seems insane to me. But again, if you tell me he goes 25 or two or three, then it would probably be two or three to me. I, I feel that confident that he's going to go early. This was McCarthy on his meeting with Washington. Just the overall energy, you know, I, it was my first one. So I was like super nervous, I'm not going to lie. And uh, sweating a little bit. And, you know, Coach Quinn was just awesome. I got to talk to uh, Mr. Peters right before the meeting. And, you know, just a great vibe, very welcoming. And, you know, going through the clips and everything. And, Coach Cliff Kingsbury was just like, hey, if you get a matchup out here and you really like it, could you just, you know, switch it to go on the outside? And I was like, I wish. Just little stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it was just great to meet them, great to, you know, talk ball with them. And I had a lot of fun doing it. I wish I could throw the ball to a receiver on the outside, man. I just handed it off a bunch. Yeah, is, and, that, uh, is that handed off, you mean? Did we hand it off? <laughs> did some play action stuff to my tight ends. Uh, it's happening, Danny. He is going in the top ten. It, it it's, is. Happening. It is going to happen. And by the way, like when when he talks, super likable dude as well. Uh, but it sounds like he's asking somebody for permission to take his daughter on a date. Like that's like the the vibe he has. Like oh shucks, sir, if you would see two allowing me to escort your daughter out, I'll have her home by nine. Like that's kind of the the vibe that JJ McCarthy has. It, it's like the you know the, the the good kid, the old American boy uh, at the high school. But I don't know, dude. I, I just I can't get over. This is this is a Danny problem. I'm fully admitting it. At the highest level of college football, their coach goes, we're probably not best served having this guy throw a lot. Now, I know they won. But- well, but, but it's not even that they weren't best served. It was just, we don't need to do it. I, I mean, know. honestly, I think that's what it was most of the time. I, I And I know, I, but just it seems to be that if, if he was a guy that was going to go in the first round, like a first round quarterback, you'd, you'd let him throw for more than 150 yards. You'd let him throw more than eight times against Penn State. Because you could probably score some points. Great. I, I guess I understand they didn't have to. But sometimes you could you could get to all those running plays that Jim Harbaugh wanted to run by maybe, maybe throwing the ball nine times, eleven times. They, they, they were like, we're better when he doesn't do anything. And that guy's gonna go in the first round. I can't get past it. And as I said, this is a Danny problem. This is a me problem. This is not an NFL problem. This is something that I can't deal with. 44 touchdowns, nine picks at Michigan the last two seasons. Completion percentages over his three college years went from 58 to 65 to this year, 72 percent. Never threw man. for 3,000 yards, to your point. Uh, last quarterback I want to play a clip from here as all six talked today. Michael Penix, University of Washington. A little more coy, didn't have as much to say, but still want to play the clip here of, of his meeting with Washington. Uh, I, I don't know as far as stand out, you know, I, I feel confident in all of my meetings, you know, and I know in that meeting I felt confident, you know, going into it and I felt confident walking away. So um, I was I was super, super excited to be able to meet with every team that I was able to meet with, but University, I'm not, not University, I'm thinking of University, but uh, Washington, the Commanders, you know, um, it, it was a good meeting. Let's do this next, Danny. Mm-hmm. Let's rank our quarterbacks one through six. As of right now in this process. Sure. Still got pro days. Still got a long ways to go. But just for what it's worth, and we're not getting to sit in on meetings. We're not Josh Harris. You know, we're not watching legitimate all-22 film. Um, I'm going back and, and watching every throw in certain games or whatever. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 